Guys, my nose won't stop bleeding. I don't know what's going that's, on. That's not good. I, f I feel like... I feel like I'm going to be a little loopy because I've lost like already like a pint of blood or something. <laughs> it just won't stop. Oh, no. Uh... If uh, you send those ambulances towards my house. <laughs> uh, do ambulances carry tampons? I feel like that's one for the ages. I feel like I've I've gone through the tissue equivalent of seven of them. Like, my blood's not coagulating. Like, I'm a little concerned. Oh, you have a <laughs> you have a much deeper issue, my friend. What are you guys talking about? Tampons and noses. <laughs> if okay. I okay, okay, that makes sense. Movies, TV, Blu-rays. If somehow you're consuming it on the screen with your eyes, then you'll hear it on Scene and Nerd. Here are the hosts of Scene and Nerd, Casey, Pete, and Matt, with a little help from Casey Franco. Welcome to Scene and Nerd. Uh, we're back once again, and we're going to hopefully... Keep it down with the expletives uh, this week. Uh, I know we hit our mark last week, but um, but Casey, but we don't have just two Casey's. We just have <laughs> yeah. We we have we only have one Casey, so asshole is gonna get put away at least for one episode. Come on, man. Uh. You're <laughs> do you using them see? all up. You're using them all up already, man. <laughs> do we want to do, do we want to call you asshole again? No, so obviously not, Pete. <laughs> I've been trying to explain to you, you don't have to call me asshole anymore. Pete calls me up. He's like, hey, asshole, what's up? I'm like, no, Pete, we're not recording the podcast right now. Shows up at my house like, what's up, asshole? I'm like, no, Pete, no, this is real life. You can't pull shit like that, man. He's like, all right, see you later. I'm like, you came all the way from your house to here to say that? Fine. I was like, Casey, I got you the Starbucks. I totally told them to put asshole on your coffee cup. <laughs> and they write. On your they spice latte. Yeah. <laughs> but they wrote whole ass because they're Starbucks and they fuck names up. I oh, mean, yeah. they mess names up. Shit. I mean, shoot. Damn it. Uh, fuck. No, this is bad. Oh, Was boy. that meat fun for Casey? Was that yeah. Meat? We can't. Sensor buttons don't exist on this show. So, <laughs> so what are we doing, Pete? What, what are we doing right now? Oh, Matt, right, let's, back. Let's yes, Matt's back. Matt's back this week. I sure am. Hello, everyone. And, and I just want to make a note here. This is the first time we're all together. Myself, yes. Casey, Matt, Sarah. We are. This is the first time we've all been together since Sarah's joined the show. So, um, let's kick things off. Uh, if you didn't hear before, I'm your host, Pacey Pete, alongside always Mr. Case Franco. Shalom. Uh, yeah, and howdy in Jewish. I don't know how to say howdy in Jewish. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, that'll that's it. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Mr. I am Salzy. Yeah, that's me. I, I made it. I made it. I did it. Coach, put me in. <laughs> Way to go, team. Uh, and Miss Sarah Belmont. Present. Yay. Present and accounted for. Uh, and joining us tonight, uh, you heard him back uh, when we did our Flash mini-sode, which was really cool. We'll be doing that again later on. Uh, probably next year, uh, Mr. John G. from Friday Night Fandom. Welcome back, John. Thanks for having me. It's good to hear from you, man. I don't think we've we've had you on the show since uh, we were talking about Game of Thrones or, or The Flash or something like that. It's, it's been a while. Oh, yeah. yeah we did talk about Game of Thrones with John. I, and I talked to John on Twitter about that. And John, John, he can't get into Game of Thrones. I tried to get into John into Game <laughs> of Thrones. He couldn't do it. I, I just realized after I watched the trailer for that uh, Bastard Executioner that I just don't like medieval stuff. So I think that's the problem. All right. That's fair. I that's get fair. That. I, mean, yeah. 
I mean, from a historical standpoint, we probably shouldn't be a fan of medieval times. <laughs> it was kind of a kind of a gray area for humanity. The word evil is in the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind Good of. Point. Good point. Um, all right. So we're going to kick things off. Uh, like, like I said last week, uh, this week's show is going to be all uh, fall TV preview stuff. So no... So actually, um, we're merging our regular discussion with TV Talk. So it's just going to be one huge fall TV um, preview. So uh, we're going to kick things off like we normally do, though. So here we go. Matt, what redactions do you have for us, uh, if any? Um, well, no, no major redactions from last week. It was mostly just me. Uh, my original bit was supposed to write down all the timestamps. We say asshole, but I lost track. <laughs> then I just gave up. So, um, yeah, if you heard last week's episode, it was expletive filled yep. and uh, it was really fun. So you should definitely watch or not watch it or you can, I guess, if you want to watch the timer go on. But definitely take a listen to that. It was a lot of fun, guys. So good job last week. Sorry, I couldn't make it. And with that, redactions, none. We're cool. Oh, man, it, it feels good to be cleansed like that. I, I miss you when you're gone, man. All these like, all these screw ups just keep piling. They just keep piling on all up. of them. And then you come here. You're like you're like our podcast messiah, Matt. <laughs> you're, you, this, the podcast sins have been absolved, my son. Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right, so uh, getting to the new movies this week. Not that many going on. Uh, first up, we got the visit. Uh, it's sitting at 62% on the tomato meter, so it's kind of barely over the fresh uh, fresh meter, I guess that's, you could say. It's, it's someone fresh, whatever, however you want to say it. But, is that Casey, the, you sound like you have an opinion on that. I, I feel like that's – is that the – I just want to ask a question. Is that the okay. one where the kids go and visit their grandparents? Yes. yes. Okay. Gotzi. All right. That didn't, exactly. and, then the, and then the grandparents are really scary. So yeah. then this is going to make teenagers hate grandparents even more, <laughs> and thus pushing old people even farther away from society. The, like, like we don't do that enough already. So, okay. shout out. Well, you don't have to be dramatic about it. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's an opinion. <laughs> it's just a movie. <laughs> I really hope there's a twist where it's like. The grandparents are really like aliens or something like gonna, that. Yeah, and it's like the real grandparents come out wielding shotguns and like they're like, "Nah, brah." <laughs> the grandparents are actually Bruce yeah. Willis at the end. <laughs> yeah, you Oh God! Yes, <laughs> Granny comes out with two spatulas strapped to her back. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, That's so move, That's moving on. Uh, the perfect guy that. It has no tom- tomato score. That looks like they uh, kept that away from media, so it's just deba- debuting today. Um, and then finally, Nine Minutes in Heaven, that's at 22% Man, on the tomato so. I wish that game was around when I was in middle school. Things would have ended up differently for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 90 minutes, that's a long time. Um, new Blu-rays. Uh, I only saw one, and I think it's a foreign film. It's called Diplomacy. I, I really don't know much more than that. I think it's a period piece, so... Yeah, um, that's that's it. Now, really, nothing going on at the movie theaters right now. It's kind of boring, but that's okay because we have TV. So, um, all right, so that is it. Um, we're gonna go right now into Casey's rundown. All right, uh, I want you to listen closely to this sound effect because it's time for the entertainment. I was just teabagging the microphone. Entertainment, <laughs> whatever. Uh, man, inappropriate. In it, well, it was an actual bag. I mean, I'm I'm, drink, I'm sipping tea. It was a tea bag. Uh, 
I will have to come up with a second sound effect for the end, so I mean it might get inappropriate. Anyway, entertainment, whatever. Here we go. Uh, first up, Train Spotting Two is definitely happening. Uh, confirmed by Danny Boyle himself. Uh, don't know if you guys ever saw Train Spotting with Ewan McGregor uh, and others, but he does a lot of drugs, uh, and it gets gross at times. But it's a very good movie. Thoughts? All right. No? Um. I, I know it's got a huge cult following. Um, I've never saw it, but I know a lot of people who love the movie, and I know a lot of people who are excited about the sequel. So, long time coming, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's see. So, speaking of Danny Boyle, uh, I believe he's directing the new Steve Jobs biopic. Uh, but about the Steve Jobs biopic, Steve Wozniak watched it. For those who don't know, Steve Wozniak helped found Apple with Steve Jobs. Uh, he was quoted as saying, I felt like I was actually watching him. So hopefully this is a little bit better of a portrayal than, uh, than the, uh, what's his face? The guy from two, Ashton, <laughs> the Ashton that's what it is. Yeah. The guy from yeah. two and a half men. I, that's, well, I think, that shouldn't be how I identify him, but that's how I identify him. <laughs> well, I think what's interesting about this one is it's not, not just directed by Danny Boyle, but it's written by Oliver Stone. Oh, not Oliver Stone. Ah, um, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. And, and, uh, yeah. Thank you. And, uh, I love Aaron Sorkin, like everything he does, uh, like the newsroom he just did recently. That was an amazing show. <laughs> Sad that it lasted through only three seasons. But anyway, um, I, I'm excited to see uh, how that all comes together. I think Seth Rogen is actually portraying the Steve Wozniak character, which I thought was uh, very interesting casting. Yes, he is. Um, uh, but it looks, it looks really good. You, you know what's interesting is, is originally Christian Bale was supposed to be Steve Jobs, and then Michael <laughs> Fassbender stepped in. So... That would have been even interesting, more interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure Michael Fassbinder, <laughs> he'll be great, but <laughs> Christian Bale would have been fantastic. Yeah, uh, actually, I agree. Leonardo DiCaprio was before Christian Bale too. Oh, right. Yeah, there's I a long chain. <laughs> well, at least it's 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 listed with like really good actors. You yeah, know? Um, which is. Good to see. Good to see. But um, but that's really good to hear that Wozniak was that engrossed in it. Because if you watch the Ashton Kutcher movie, I don't know if you guys ever have, but um, it's certainly like a happy story um, uh, about Steve Jobs and, and ends like I don't know. Just it seemed like a happy, happy movie. This is supposed to be the definitive Steve Jobs biopic, so it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be interesting. I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, Coolio. All right. Next up. Uh... King Kong, uh, the rights to the movie, I believe it's King Kong, uh, has moved from, recently has moved from Warner Brothers over to Legendary, uh, or not Legendary, uh, Universal Pictures. And <clears throat> in response to that, uh, there is a King Kong Godzilla monster mashup movie in the works. Oh. <laughs> guys? Guys. Uh, Matt, so, Matt. What, this is this a long one. time coming. I hope you guys didn't know. I don't know if you guys knew that. It's been a long time coming. It was supposed to happen. I think to some degree it did, but it turned into like Frankenstein versus Godzilla because Universal didn't have the rights. <laughs> I feel like that's not a fair fight. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a giant Frankenstein because so it, it made even less sense. Oh, so, uh, good. <laughs> yeah, um, you guys can look that up. Maybe that'll be my pick of the week later. Um, but yeah, this has been a long time coming, so it'll be interesting to see. I just feel like it's like a little too late because it's going to be all CG monsters and really boring. So unless they, um, you know, have guys in a suit, that'd be kind of fun. Uh, um, that would be and fun. if anybody's going to do it, Legendary Pictures is going to be the ones to kind of, you know, be the 
the studio to kind of bring that out and you know they have so much creativity in that in their uh at their disposal so hopefully they can work out legendary is a part of universal right like they, that's like their yes I that's believe like so. their brand or, right okay cool i think that's right i know they used to be connected with warner brothers Oh, yeah, oh, might, yeah it might broke off. off. Might yeah. I, have no uh, well, well, I don't know. We'll find out. But I'll yeah, stop. We'll sp- I'll stop speaking. <laughs> but uh, hey, John, what do you think of monster movies? Right? Is this does this draw you, or you're kind of like, yeah, whatever? Uh, um, no, it sounds cool. But are they going to make King Kong bigger or Godzilla smaller? Because Ooh. from what I remember, uh, King Kong was a lot smaller than Godzilla. So I think Godzilla would just shit all over King Kong. <laughs> Yeah, because I think King Kong at its highest, I think, is only like maybe like three stories high. Because he's yeah. sitting like on, like, he had to climb the Empire State Building. So yeah, he's like um, that. That is a good thought. I don't know. And, and Godzilla is like the as big as the Empire State Building. So and he's got be, superpowers. He has a well, not breath. superpowers, but he's got yeah. <laughs> they should do. They should do like Shaquille O'Neal versus Godzilla. I feel like that would be a fair fight. <laughs> Personality's big enough. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. No he'll kidding. Just, he'll spray Gold Bond in his face. And it'll, it'll... <laughs> it'd just be an amalgamation of all his things, like Gold Bond. He'll turn into a genie. Yeah. <laughs> he'll dunk on Godzilla or something. <laughs> oh man, yo, legendary, hit us up. All right, um, <laughs> we got to move on. Next up. Uh, Paramount Pictures is planning a 90s Nicktoon crossover movie, which will include Hey Arnold, Two Angry Beavers, uh, Doug, Rocco's Modern Life, uh, that one with all the monsters, which name escapes me right now, and Rin and Stimpy. Um, uh, real monsters. Real monsters. That's, that is what it is. Thank you very much. So, uh, Nostalgia Bomb. It's going to be great. I don't know when it comes out. Or when it's supposed to come out. I think this is a recent announcement. But, uh, but I mean, there's definitely a demand for it. Just go on BuzzFeed. It doesn't even matter what's on there right now. There's something about Nicktoons on BuzzFeed right now. Go look at like, it. Nine out Are of you- ten clickbait is like cartoon or 90s babies related. <laughs> <laughs> 24 Sorry. things only 90s babies will get. Because to read those titles, you need to read it in a shock jock kind of voice, right? Like You have to. Sarah, are you a fan of those Nicktoons? Or are you, what do you think of this movie coming out? Nope. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you know what, Sarah? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, right, the only on. ones I remember is Rugrats, and I didn't hear that on the rundown. So yeah, that was on, no, that was on the rundown. Yeah. Oh, that's, well, I, I, I mean, like... I, I might have I messed up. Rugrats is okay. in there. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. good. Did you say Rat Rug or something? Rat Rugs is definitely yeah. in there as well. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Scooby Doo is not in there. <laughs> Can confirm that. Uh, all right. So, definitely next up. Uh, so, you guys remember Top Gear, uh, that yeah. one show with those one guys and the how. Cars and the British people. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the fancy accents and the, and the funny hats and the whatnot. Uh, and how Amazon Prime picked them up with a really, really, really expensive deal. Uh, well, Netflix has come out and said that they were offered uh, to give uh, Jeremy May and uh, Hammond a, a show, and they chose not to because statistically they weren't worth the money. And so I got curious, and I looked up like some of the things that these guys demand when uh, when they're asked to do shows and whatnot. And on the list, <laughs> on some of their lists of demands when they do shows, it's like cartons of cigarettes. Just a ton of malt liquor, like gaming consoles, boxes of donuts. These guys have this huge list of demands. They're like British rock stars. <laughs> like it's, per uh, episode? 
just when they yeah, like the- when they like go somewhere, it's in their it's like in their actual contract that wherever they go, oh, whoever they're working man. with has to supply all of these things. And uh, I get the feeling like some of the stuff on the list is on there just <laughs> just to like screw with the people. <laughs> Only green M and M's or something like right. that. Right? Actually, I think that is one of the demands. I think it's only red M and M's or something. Like that. <laughs> oh, that's but crazy. Anyway, yeah, look, look that up. It's pretty funny. So anyway, Netflix. Uh, not gonna pick up the three British dudes. Uh, all right. Next up, uh, you guys know how much I like Stephen Colbert. Uh, and I don't know if you've been watching the Late Show, but yeah, it's been pretty amazing, actually. Uh, Joe Biden, the vice president, for those who don't follow politics. Uh, uh, was on there last night, I believe, and they had a really, really unexpectedly emotional talk about Joe Biden's son and Stephen Colbert's mom. And uh, it, it, I've read a lot of articles saying that it, it's been, it was one of the best late night interviews, like uh, in recent of me- of recent memory. Uh, so if you if you didn't if you don't TiVo it, definitely start TiVoing it now or, or stay up late if you're a cool kid uh, and watch Stephen Colbert. I watched yeah, I watched the first. Oh, go ahead, Brady. Sorry, sorry. I was just say I watched the first couple episodes. Um, I wanted to see his first night. You know, it's his first episode. I had to see that. I thought it was great how they had John Stewart kind of lead him in. I thought that was a nice little cameo, a nice touch there. Uh, but he was funny. Like he was kind of, he was definitely playing on the whole like media's just all over Donald Trump thing. Did you, I don't know if you guys saw it, but <laughs> yeah. he, you know, he talked about how he, he's never going to eat Oreos and there he is eating Oreos and still showing shots of Donald Trump. And it was just, it was just so funny. You know what? I, I thought it was like his Colbert report, but just him. And it's, it's just, to me, it's just, he's just still funny. He's carried over everything he did with the Colbert report. And, and I'm, I'm loving everything he's doing. I think he's, he's, he's still funny. He doesn't even have to be like, the character he was on on the Colbert Report, like he's just himself and he's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's awesome. All right, so two more things oh. in Stephen Colbert news, real quick. Um, first of all, uh, his first episode got a four point nine rating, uh, as opposed to Jimmy Fallon's two point three, I believe, that same night. So, uh, a late show opening to really big overnight ratings. It's great, and then. Secondly, uh, Donald Trump is going to be uh, his guest, uh, I believe, the 22nd. Oh, that's going to be good. Oh, man. Yeah, so Can't wait for that. Definitely put that one on your calendars. That one's going to be great. All right. Uh, got four more stories, so I'll just buzz through them real fast because this is taking a lot longer than I thought it would. All right. So <laughs> first of all, Frankie Muniz uh, wants a Malcolm in the Middle sequel. Um, I hope they call it Malcolm uh, uh, right after the ending. Uh, okay. And then... <laughs> Uh, Ronda Rousey, uh, <laughs> the the beast of a female, uh, U- is she UFC, right? Yeah. Yes. UFC yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> First of all, if you haven't seen uh, the Vine video of her knocking out her opponent in like less than seven seconds, go look that up. It uh, doesn't take much time to watch, uh, <laughs> and you'll pay a lot less than the people who paid fifty bucks for it on pay per view. Anyway, uh, so she's signed uh, to take over for Patrick Swayze in the Roadhouse remake. Uh, confirmed. So. That's going to be awesome. Can't wait to see that. Uh, let's see. Next up, uh, Netflix has set a premiere date for the Marvel series Jessica Jones, uh, and it's t- November 20th. It's going to be 13 episodes, and there's also a trippy teaser trailer out, so go see that. And then lastly, Pete, something that I saw you commented on on social media, Steven Spielberg was quoted as saying that someday superhero movies will 
in the actual quote, go the way of the Western, uh, which is to say kind of like pitter out because they got uh, really like super popular. So, guys, does this uh, spark any, I don't know, anger in you at all? You know, um, actually, this leads me into our next discussion. Actually. Yes, perfect. All right, well, that's um, do it for the entertainment. Uh, <laughs> I didn't make a clinging sound. Entertainment, whatever. That was <laughs> that was a Super Nintendo cartridge of Star Fox. A nice. glass, and it you did. would have a Super Nintendo in your room, you hipster. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because I'm hipster; it's because I don't have money. <laughs> um, all right, so so that actually is a very good segue into our discussion about Zack Snyder and some comments he made. But but yeah, he commented on how Spielberg did make that comment about how uh, superheroes, mo- superhero movies are going to go the way of the westerns, and and I had made a kind of a sarcastic comment and said like. Oh well, if that's the case, I think westerns had a good fifty, sixty year run, and I might be low lowballing that, but <laughs> but I'll take fifty, sixty years of superhero movies. But but uh, but no, I, I get what he's saying with it uh, that it will like eventually die out. Um, but but Zack Snyder was quick to counter with, well, you know, we can't we can't just keep doing the same thing. You gotta you gotta change it up. You gotta be different, and that's what's gonna maintain the freshness of the superhero genre. Um, and 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 I and I totally agree with him. Uh, Sarah, what do you what do you think of of the comments that he made, or even what Spielberg said about superhero movies? Um, so sorry, you were breaking up while you were talking. So you want me to answer what Zack Snyder was talking about? This? What what um, his response and even uh, to Spielberg and, and the whole okay yeah. <laughs> My first response was actually he's kind of right <laughs> in a way <laughs> um in comparing ant-man to um bvs 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 is much more epic in nature and scale i mean they're the two biggest superheroes of all time of course um while ant-man not many of us even knew who ant-man was prior to like what two three years ago so i i think that's that he's right but it's kind of an unfair comparison at the same time because they're very different films and one's a very new character and one's combining two um, characters that America's really familiar with at this point. So, Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you know, it's, it's the, it, it is kind of an unfair comparison, but it is the truth. And that's, you know, what Snyder's saying, you know, the, that you know, these Batman, Superman, they're not the flavor of the week. I mean, I think... But, and I and I think to an extent he means that Ant Man is good, but then it has a tendency to die off, which is really what Spielberg is kind of saying with the whole Western thing, because they'll have their their week or two week run, and then they kind of died off. Like I mean, I, we really haven't heard much about Ant Man since it came out. It's not having the the longevity at the box office that Guardians had or Captain America uh, Winter Soldier had or uh, the first Avengers. Uh, John, what do you think about uh, the superhero these these what Zack Snyder said, and, and, and do you agree that, that Ant-Man is kind of a flavor of the week thing, um, and, and that's kind of just becoming Marvel's uh, thing at the moment? Yeah, I agree. I mean, even with what Spielberg says, it's like they're oversaturating the market with all these superhero movies. It's only a matter of time. It's inevitable until you know people get tired of seeing the same stuff over and over, and I can't see Marvel. I mean, they make tons of money and their movies look great, but at the same time, they're all pretty much running off the same formula. You know, it's the hero, the bad guy, and then the bad guy's gone. It's the same shit over and over. 
And I think that not just because I'm a fan of DC, but I think that they're really going to step things up and change the way that people perceive the superhero movie. And I think that that's what Marvel's going to have to do because if they just, if, or just in general, if everyone keeps putting out the same stuff over and over, it is going to, it is going to, you know, just eventually go away and we're going to get tired of seeing the same stuff over and over. Yeah, I agree. And and that's the thing. And, and, you know, you bring up the whole thing about DC and them stepping the game up. And, and, and that's the thing, you know, Marvel opened things up with their MCU, which is great. But you have to evolve from from that point. You can't stay the same or or some or it will die out. Um, you know, things that get boring. People, like you said, John, it's the same shit. People are going to get bored. They're going to get stale. It's, it's, it's not going to be something that's going to draw consistent numbers of the box office and if anything they're going to just they're going to regress and that's not what that's not what they want to see uh matt what do you what do you think of that i think we've had this conversation a few times already but i don't (laughs) mind going back into it um i think what marvel's doing right now it's like they have a loyal fan base people are loyal to the vision and they're going to cater to them there's always going to be a market to that and they're going to lean more towards a general audience so like family friendly uh lighter notes a lot of comedy um, but then you're going to have like a Winter Soldier out of nowhere that really blows everyone away. Then you're going to have, you know, the Ant-Man where it's a nice like, um, you know, a la carte kind of uh, kind of movie where you can just like, pick it up, pop it in your, your Blu-ray or whatever is going to be the next iteration of home entertainment. Or who's even going to have disc? What the hell is a Blu-ray? We're just all streaming this anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, but then what do you, I think what Zack Snyder is trying to say is... Um, like I and I don't know, maybe I don't want to put words in his mouth. I'm trying to. I'm just thinking that uh, DC is coming late to the party, so they they're forced to do something different, so they can stand out. And they're, they're I don't established think so audience. Much, sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm just. I, I don't think so much that they're being forced to do something different. I think they've already seen what's been done, and they're able to improve on what Marvel's already doing. I mean, you can't deny that Marvel has set up everything. But like right. saying that they're being forced to do something different, I think it's just that they're they're able to like kind of pick and choose what what hits and misses. So they're going to be able right. to put something out that Marvel's not putting out, but not necessarily that they're being forced to. I think not, it's just yeah, I guess force is the wrong word. Like they they want to do something different because something you know nobody wants to do the same thing like over and over again um, unless you want to make a lot of money. Um, but we're, you know, like we're, they're both in a position where they can make a lot of money no matter, uh, what, what they do. And, um, to, I mean, to another kind of dig at Marvel is like, you are completely right, John. Like it's all formulaic. This is the bad guy. These are the good guys. They're going to conquer evil and then they'll get you next time. Star Fox or whatever. Uh, and then, um, and you know, and people eat that up and like Marvel's seems like Marvel's perfectly okay with that. Um, and then uh, D- DC isn't. They want to do something different. And um, uh, but then going back to what Spielberg was saying, um, great. You know, if he thinks that you know uh, this is all just kind of like a like a fad that kind of dies away after a while, it's fine. Um, Spielberg will somehow uh, you know still be alive in the next fifty years, something like that, and just do his own homage to it. Because that's what he did with <laughs> Back to the Future. That's what he did with Indiana Jones. That's what he did with a whole bunch of other stuff. So um, uh, I think. Spielberg it just feels maybe a little left out, but at the same time he's a very oop that's my phone. Uh, he seems like a very like uh, he he he's so experienced that he 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 sees things from the outside and maybe he's picking and choosing more of his projects now these days, and um, 
he he just really wants to avoid kind of like what's really popular. So maybe that's why he kind of made those comments. But I don't know. We'll see. I I, I think it is going to go away after a while. But you're right, Pete. Like westerns were around for about fifty years or so. But you do see good westerns popping up. Three Ten to Yuma. Like I mean, that's a remake, right? Um, True Grit. Yeah. That's another remake, but I mean, they're still being made and people like them. And uh, who's to say that we're not going to see um, smaller iterations, like, you know, just a couple of years from now, of like one of the bigger tentpole movies from comic book movies? So we'll see. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, okay, good. Good talk. I just I wanted to talk to you guys about that and get your guys' thoughts because um, I, I did think that people were kind of blowing things out of proportion, like saying that Zack Snyder was attacking Marvel. Um, I think he was just kind of giving the state of where superhero movies are right now, and that's not he's not necessarily taking a shot at him. He's saying this is just kind of how it is. and and if you think about it, it it is. and and you know, hopefully, and I'm sure you know that's the thing. Marvel's changing things up with Doctor Strange. We talked about that last week and um, and you know they're they're kind of going differently with with uh, with phase three. So I'm excited to see how what they do. Um, I'm definitely I definitely am excited to see what DC is going to do. I think we're all excited to see um, how they come at the, uh, the the comic book movie genre and, and what they present. I mean I mean I, I don't think you'll find too many people that aren't looking forward to Batman v Superman. So um, all right, so that is going to do a quick discussion on wait. On- Wait, real quick. Can I just oh. give my own interpretation of what Zack Snyder said? I think when he said they were going to go the way of the Western, I think he just meant that Chris Chris Evans was going to get like old and grouchy and just like, <laughs> like growl at young kids on his lawn a lot. <laughs> I think that's what he meant. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Thank you for that, Casey. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, so like I said earlier in the show, you know, this is going to be all like uh, TV previews for uh, shows coming in the fall, and it's this is focusing on the new shows. Next week we'll be doing all the re- returning stuff, Flash, Arrow, things like that. But this week I thought we'd focus on a lot of the new shows coming out. Uh, if you've been uh, following our Twitter and even Facebook, uh, Sarah's been pumping out uh, the content like crazy. She uh, wrote a couple articles on some Dark Horses and uh, some other shows you might want to check out. And I wanted to ask you, Sarah. Um, you know, you wrote about um, the what is it? The uh, the High Castle. What is it? Where am I? The Man in the High Castle. The Man. Yeah. Yeah. And and that seems it seems like a really cool premise. Um, now, I I uh, a lot of people um, might not know about it, but it's an Amazon show. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not going to be on any of the big network TV shows or even on cable. This is a, this is a, a streamer. So, uh, and I know you saw the pilot and you wrote a little bit about it. So, just give us kind of a gist of what you thought of the pilot and um, and if you recommend it. It's a, basically an extended episode of the Twilight Zone. That's the best way to describe what the Man in the High Castle, at least the pilot, was because. Um, Essentially, the plot is that it's an alternative take on history where instead of um, us winning World War II, the Nazis win. And then they we get to see what America would look like with that change of history in the 1960s. And you meet two characters. Um, I don't recommend watching the pilot, honestly. I recommend reading my post about the pilot, which basically (laughs) sums it up. I swear to God, because I was bored during bits and pieces. That's why I don't recommend it, because the the premise, I really wanted, I really was excited. I immediately watched it as soon as I saw it, it. and um, but during it, 
it's really, it just drags on. Um, and Joe Blake, basically we're just watching him drive a car for like 20 minutes trying to make it to the other side of America. And so I, yeah, don't watch the pilot, but read my post. And if that intrigues you, then November, I think, 20th is when Amazon will release the full first season. So, okay. Do you think, do you think you'll, you'll check it out when they release yeah. all the episodes? Okay. Yeah, I will. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So, and I thought that was interesting because uh, I, I, I mentioned, I think, last year, uh, a show I really dug a lot, like in the 90s called Sliders, uh, did an episode where uh, they went to a, uh, a world where it was similar to this story setup. You know, what if we lost World War II and the Nazis took over the country? It was it was similar setup to that, uh, but um, I thought that was I, I just think that's a really cool premise. Alternate history type things are are really cool. Um, well, it is based on a book too. So if you guys are interested in the full story, Philip K. Dick wrote the book. So check that out. Okay, cool. Um, all right, uh, John. Were there any shows? coming out that you saw that that kind of piqued your interest anything that that you th- that you thought maybe you'd be checking out in the fall yeah um i actually watched all the trailers of the stuff that that you sent through the email cool um uh, i think the one that i'm probably looking most forward to is probably ash versus evil dead and i think that's pretty much it um everything else looks kind of like yeah what did you take well, away from the trailer um, I totally spaced out. Oh, <laughs> um, that, well, I, I mean, it looks pretty, I like that it's very, I like that it looks real bloody and it's not CGI. A lot of it looks like it's going to be practical effects. Although that I did see there was some CGI stuff, but, um, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen the movies, so I'm not too sure where this is going to pick up, but I mean, that's probably the one I'm looking most forward to. Everything else kind of not doesn't look that great there's a couple of like uh sitcoms that look kind of funny but other like getting into something serious i don't think there's much out this year um matt what did you uh do you have anything in anything you wanted to share with us that you're looking forward to yeah um i'm also looking forward to ash vs evil dead i did notice um <laughs> the lack of stop motion but that's totally fine because that medium <laughs> is dead um yeah. <laughs> but uh I'm also looking forward to the Muppets. Um, I when I heard about it, I was like, okay, is it gonna be like a family show, like in prime time? It's and then I read more about it, and it's really like, it's like The Office with puppets or something like that. It's like, um, <laughs> it, it looks pretty cool. Like it's geared towards like folks who grew up with like the Muppets characters, and you know they all have a, they're all adults now and stuff like that. So it's gonna be. I'm more intrigued. Then, like, really excited to watch it. I want to see like their first episode and see what the the tone is like. But um, I'm mostly looking forward to Limitless. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did a lot of research on that, which I normally don't do for like a Ooh. new show. I want to be surprised, but because I really like the movie and Bradley Cooper's like my bro, man. Like, I want to hang out <laughs> with you, dude. I know you're listening to the show, you know, but <laughs> hit me up. That's on this So, like, um, I uh, I I read that um. He's like gonna make. He's gonna make like some cameo appearances, or p- possibly be like not a regular on the show, but like he's gonna guest star in a few episodes as his character. So um, I'm really excited for for that show and see like they're kind of like how are they gonna do an episodic twist on that whole um, 
uh, on that that whole movie. So that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, mostly just that and um, ones I didn't get a chance to look up, but uh, <laughs> looked pretty cool was uh, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> and um, I'm surprised that um, <laughs> the writers of The Grinder didn't just you know try to lock down. Um, the app with the same name to kind of help push the show <laughs> kind of funny. But other than that, yeah, it's just uh, those, those three. I'm really excited mostly for Limitless and um, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, I, um, before we started recording, uh, shout out to Xfinity. They have on their on-demand, like they have a whole section of uh, first look at all the, the fall TV shows. So I was like kind of running through that because it's like two minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and yeah, like, I, uh, Supergirl, like who isn't Supergirl, excited yeah. about that? I am, at least. I'm not. Yeah, thank you, John. Thank you. <laughs> um, we can get into that. We can get into that later. We'll get into that. Um, but uh, but a, no, that, I, is that a whole mini sode? That's gonna be a thing. That's gonna be a thing. I'm gonna make that a thing. Uh, no, but to get back to uh, the Muppets, uh, I, I'm excited to see that too. Um, I saw the 10 minute trailer. I don't know if you guys all saw that, but it was it's pretty damn funny. Um, but like you said, man, it certainly caters to like if you grew up watching the Muppets. Um, because I grew up watching the Muppets back in the eighties and it was kind of, it was, it was cool. Like it was just, it was, it was different than like Sesame street because it seemed like a little bit more like, I guess, I don't know if it sounds silly, but like more mature, I guess. It wasn't a children's show. It was like a family show, you know? Yeah, it was, it was was, a family show, but they kind of pushed the limits a little bit on some things. Limitless. Um, (laughs) Nice. nice. (laughs) Bring it all together. Uh, but, uh, it's, it looks really funny. Like I think one of the things is they, they broke up. Miss Piggy and Kermit, and now he's dating some other girl who looks exactly like Miss Piggy, which I thought it's... They're yeah. totally playing off, yeah. like, you know, culture things going on right now, and, and things like that that happen in real life. Um, and I thought that was really funny. Um, watching Kermit answer, answer a, a, a phone call from uh, Fozzie Bear on his iPhone, I thought was was pretty hilarious. Um, it just... It's, God, just... It's just kind of funny watching those two things merge. I thought, I don't know. I'm old. But it's just kind of funny <laughs> and to watch it, them. It feels like like natural. Like I, I like yeah. it, it looks ridiculous like for the first five minutes and then you just really buy into it. And it's um part of it is because of like I mean I know we haven't watched a full episode of it yet, but just a trailer alone, like I see um like the, the actors like holding the puppets, they have the same kind of cadence um as like well maybe not cadence they're just hopping up and down but uh you know all the personality still shine through so um all the puppeteers are probably doing a good job of making it's like either they brought back the same people or they're making it like exactly how it was before so i'm interested to see how they how they you know deal with all that because the movies were great i don't know if you guys watched the 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 movies with like um that came out recently but uh they're all pretty fun too you know i i have to admit i haven't seen the two that came out but I have I I love the Muppets Take Manhattan. That's an oldie, but that I I love that movie. Um, but uh, no, it's just it's it's clearly just a show not to be taken serious. It's just gonna be a good thirty minutes of of fun, and I'm 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 excited. To, I'm looking forward to that. Um, now Limitless, I'm most. That's probably one of my the shows I'm looking forward to the most. Um, like you said, Matt. Like it's like I love the movie Bradley Cooper. That's that's our bro. Um, that that dude's just awesome, but yeah, he's he's definitely gonna be in the pilot. Um, I know he's an executive producer on the show, uh, but also if you notice, they have uh, if you watch Dexter, um, the girl who played Dexter's sister, uh, Deb, uh, Jen- Jennifer Carpenter, she is gonna be um, one of the main characters on the show as well. And it was actually just reported recently that uh, I can't, I, I'm 
totally losing tr- uh, thought. Uh, who, who my train of thought? Who this guy is? But uh, if if you guys watch the show, uh, her partner towards the end of like the second, second, third uh, seasons um, is going to be on the show playing a love interest of hers. So I can't remember his name. I don't know. You guys watch Dexter uh, at all? It's Phil Collins. That's that's totally. Yeah. Yeah, Phil Collins. Oh, yeah, the white dude. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that Thank that you. one guy, I believe. <laughs> um, I God, I, I'm so mad at myself because I, I watched Dexter from like start to finish. So, but um, oh, Quinn, oh, the super okay. muscly Quinn. The yeah, Quinn. That's the character's name. Quinn. He yeah, he is going to be coming on Limitless as as her love interest, is what it was reported. So, um, be funny. sure to check that out. But yeah, I I'm. I, I just love that movie. I, I can always I can watch it at any time. But yeah, I'm looking up the Def- main character, Jake McDorman. I've never seen. I don't remember him yeah. at a lot of different shows. Or movies. You've never that. watched Greek, really? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Okay, no. is, I that, is that a good show? I maybe yes, I Greek is a really good show. Um, it's it's an older show from ABC Family about college life, and I really liked it. And I've followed the actors who were on it. Um, and it and that is another. That's probably the only reason why I'm interested in watching Limitless. It's because of Jake McDormand <laughs> on it. And the only reason why I would ever watch um, that new ABC Family or no ABC show Blood and Oil, I think it's called, or th- I think they oh, might have yeah. changed it to just Oil, is because um, another Don, actor Don from Greek, isn't it? Don Johnson, isn't it? Sure. <laughs> He's in the show. Yeah, I believe you. (laughs) That's great. Let me finish. (laughs) But another actor from Greek is on it called um, John Travolta. (laughs) I hate you guys. (laughs) All right, Sarah, go ahead. Nope. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. no. (laughs) Keep going, please. Keep going, please. Sorry, what happened? Um, so who's the other character you're talking about from Greek? From Greek, Scott who's... Michael Foster. Okay, and so he's in this blood oil, sh- blood and oil show, or yeah, he, and, and which is funny because he just got killed off of a n- different show, and now I know why. So <laughs> it all makes. Anyways, sense. spoilers. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you guys watch um, Chasing Life, really. <laughs> I, I don't. I never heard of this. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Hashtag too much Uh, TV. (laughs) Casey, uh, are there any shows you're looking forward to that you saw on the list or anything that that we might have missed that that you're looking forward to? Yeah. uh, Kin Jong's... uh, (laughs) Into the Bedlam. Dr. Kin looks... Oh. (laughs) I I don't know. It has... I feel like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was funny, John. It's because I just heard like an Asian name and I was like, oh, I forgot to mention Into the Bandlands. That was really awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But you're talking about the guy from The Hangover. (laughs) Ken Jong actually not in that one. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully. I feel like, yeah, he wouldn't really fit in over there. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, so Ken Jong kind of seems like, I don't know, it's like the sitcom version of House. uh, If House was an Asian man. (laughs) <laughs> it, like Ken, Ken, Dr. Kins in the in the in the show is like still apolo- unapologetic 
his boss is like constantly looking for a reason to fire him, but it's like, oh, Dr. Ken, you're so good at what you do. Why can't we fire you? Like, oh, play by the rules, but you're too good. Oh, so conflicted. Uh, I actually read an article about a lot of people were angry uh, at the trailer for Dr. Ken because in the first, like, well, actually in the first scene, he diagnoses uh, his first patient with being fat. Uh, and he's like, that's well, that's what you're like. That's why you're sick. It's because you're fat. That's your problem. And a bunch of people were like, uh, you can't do that. And so uh, now it's in trouble or not in trouble. I don't know. I don't know who to side with on this one. Uh, maybe you guys know what I should do. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because uh, he the actor can actually back up a lot of like probably back that up because he's also oh like, true. A, a doctor. Yeah. in real life so now he's playing he's a real doctor he became an actor to play a fake doctor on, on tv which is now pretty funny <laughs> yeah I, that is interesting i've never really i mean I, I can't really think of any other examples of of actors who also do another thing who then get a long-term role doing that same thing amy chair fowler oh sorry five people started talking the <laughs> no i was just gonna say i hope that he does the medical field justice only because um, so like I've been working in the medical field for a really long time and one of my biggest pet peeves on a TV show is when I see the medical field depicted in a certain way that is completely wrong. Scrubs! Uh, <laughs> no, well, no, I, uh, I've never worked with residents, so I don't know. But but like, okay, for example, there was an episode of House. based off a lot of stuff that's real. <laughs> okay, so in an episode of House, like he had a patient have like an x-ray or CT or MRI or something. And like they're taking the picture, and that doesn't happen in real life. So that things like that get get to my get on my nerves because I'm like, this is annoying. These things wouldn't really happen, but what, I don't know. One of the things that bugs me about since we're talking about it, one of the things that bugs me about medical shows is that they always remind people that MRIs are giant magnets, and there's always someone who forgets to take the metal out of their pocket in every show with an MRI. Every as show. if any reputable hospital wouldn't have somebody to double check. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doesn't happen. <laughs> that end that end it's never lupus. So hopefully if Dr. Kin wants to be original, someone will have lupus. <laughs> Pete, uh, Pete should should uh, you, sh you should write a show um, called the the unsung technician. Oh gosh. <laughs> that would be you demo very nicely with a lot of people. It will only play no, exclusively in hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> Hospital <laughs> break rooms only, just employee break rooms only. Oh god. Oh man. Um I'll I'll give you a show I'm not excited for. Uh, uh oh. What is it? Blind Spot. Uh, really? Okay, so tell me why, because it's interesting about this show is is it's kind of like a Jason Bourne type of thing where she she's like in the back like I was watching the trailer and it looks like there's a bomb in a bag in New York, and obviously that's bad news. Um, and then she yeah. pops out of it with like tattoos all over her body, but her tattoos explain like where she came from and like what her history. And then she can suddenly beat people's ass and, and she's like a badass. So I, I don't know what I've, Casey talk I've, to me about this. I feel like they took, they took the main concept from the born series and then tried to make it like edgy by putting tattoos on a <laughs> female main character. The problem with that is, is that it's not the mid '90s, and people don't care about tattoos anymore. It's not. <laughs> it's not edgy. People get tattoos all the time now. Hey, th this will clearly have a huge following in Portland. Let me just say that. <laughs> so many. <laughs> the entire state will be watching. That's the weirdest stereotype I've ever heard. People in Portland. 
I blame Portlandia like for that reference. <laughs> okay, so if she has a tattoo of a bird, then we know for sure Portland is on board. <laughs> but they but they got it ironically. That's right. the thing, though. They actually hate yeah. birds. They're actually fans of Portlandia. They hate birds, but they got the tattoo anyway. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, yeah, blind spot. Um I'm probably not going to watch it. I, I mean, unless it like does something so outstandingly cool that it it makes it into the news. Like, like Mr. Robot is a good example of this. Like, when it was first announced, I I, I will admit I didn't I wasn't too hot about Mr. Robot. I I didn't really know what to make of it. I wasn't too excited for it. The trailer didn't really get me. But because I thought it was just going to be another like typical hacker smash a keyboard kind of show and then it actually started like showing up in the news about people like whoa you got to check out this show it's so cool it's so awesome the stuff that they're doing so i checked it out and it lived up to the hype and it was very good and it became an integral part of seeing the nerd uh if <laughs> if blind spot does that i will eat a shoe <laughs> oh well that that is live a on periscope that i will i will for sure who even eats a <laughs> as shoe, if there honestly. was any other way a See, man, a man with, <laughs> a man with candy shoes. That is. It. <laughs> oh, okay. So we, you got that on record. You heard it here first, people. If, if Blindspot does something amazing, if it is on Mr. Robot level, uh, which that's a pretty high level to get up to, um, then Casey will eat, eat a, a shoe. shoe. Will eat so a shoe. You, you heard it here first. Um, you know, another show that I saw, which I, you know. I saw the trailer for it today, and Sarah wrote about it, and uh, it, I'm kind of, you know, kind of iffy till I did actually see the full trailer, and that's Quantico. Um, it it's, looks kind of interesting to me, almost like a Homeland, but it'd be if you watch Homeland, um, this you'll understand this reference. To me, this is Homeland, but for, it would be like from Brody's point of view, because uh, the main character is basically singled out as. Uh, somebody who carried out a terrorist attack, but she works in the agency or she's a student or something. Um, so to that effect, it kind of it kind of reminded me of Homeland. Uh, Sarah, <clears throat> what did you uh, did? Do you find yourself kind of wanting to see this? Or I know you, you kind of said that it could uh, be like a you know how to get away with murder or Grey's Anatomy type thing that follows the long line the those line of of actresses that carry a TV show. Oh. You know, can you expand more on that? Um, I don't. I don't know if I really want to watch this show. I ba basically what I was trying to say is that they're taking the formula that worked in how to how to get away with murder, the alternate alternating timeline um, between a murder that took place and then present day, and how in present day they're trying to solve that murder. Um, so they're taking that and placing it under the context of the FBI and how this new recruit, along with her fellow recruits, we see them in Quantico, which is a training base, and then there's flash forwards to um, the largest um, attack on America since 9-11 um, that the main character is framed for. So she has to think back on her time in Quantico to figure out who set her up um, because it was obviously one of her fellow recruits. I Basically, I like the fact that ABC is putting um, strong female characters um, as the flagships of their shows in prime time. And so that's really cool to see. And, um, and they're not just like white females either. They're all different colors and 
um, from all different places. So that's really good to see. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. I'm, I, I might check out the pilot just to see what it's about. Um, oh, like just I said, watch I, the trailer, Pete. <laughs> oh, oh, but I did. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm kind of like intrigued, but I don't know. I don't like I said it. It reminded me of kind of Homeland um, with without Claire Danes. So um, I know John. Is that a good thing it. or a bad what? thing? Because it's for just, me, it's a good thing. <laughs> she can be kind of a little annoying, but yes, no, I mean, is very very annoying. <laughs> oh my God. She's got the worst crying face. It's just oh. really her faces all the time are just oh god. <laughs> Can I make a prediction for this Quantico show? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the see it's going to be over, and then we're going to find out it was all a test to see if she was the best FBI agent. Oh man, it was going to be like a recruitment for the CIA or NSA or something. Oh, that would be Yeah, funny. that'll be at least a big twist in one of the season finales if this continues <laughs> on. Yeah. It's got to be. It's like that scene um, for Vendetta where, like, you know, he opens the door and she's like, what? I've been in the house the whole time? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to open the door. It's like, what? I've been in Washington this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> it's you. It's you. Oh, that's too funny. Um, all right, so moving on. Um, I think, okay, call me crazy, but I make sure you're crazy. Okay, I'm interested in seeing uh, Scream Queens. I think it looks kind of funny. It <laughs> looks kind of campy, um, like one of those old 70s, 80s B movies, but in TV show form. Uh, and and I and I only say that because the creator, um, uh, what's his name, Ryan, Ryan Mur- Murphy. Murphy, thank you. Uh, he uh, he's pulling a lot of like stuff from like old eight old like horror films that people actually really like like he says it's a cross between friday the 13th and heathers um which is a very interesting crossover uh but he also said there's gonna be like little nods to like halloween and i mean jamie lee curtis is in it so um and it's got all these all this, this huge cast um i'm i'm kind of interested in it i think it's gonna be you know it's you don't see uh too many shows like this on network tv so i'm kind of mildly interested in it i'll probably check out the pilot just to see uh, what it's all about, Matt? Did you did you hear anything about Scream Queens? Yeah, um, I I read a little bit about it. I don't know. I didn't really didn't really seem that interesting to me. Um, I'll probably do the same though, Pete. I'll probably just watch the first episode. I just it seems like a lot of fanfare in in um in a genre that I'm not really into. But I'm interested to see. I mean, I mean, this guy made Glee and Nip Tuck, American Horror Story. So, I mean, it's got to be at least a, a moderate hit. So, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, again, I can already tell by John's reaction that he's not feeling it <laughs> at all. <laughs> nah, it looks kind of dumb, but who knows? I mean, I'll probably catch the first episode too, just to see if it's worth keeping up with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you never it seems know. Seems like it's going for a dumb for the sake of being dumb, but that can be like annoying or really funny. So it's like. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, now, I wanted to get to Supergirl because Casey and John seem to not be <laughs> excited I, about I feel like I Superman's pre- cousin. I, so. should prefer- I should preference this with a couple of things. First of all, as our longtime listeners know, I don't read comic books. So I don't know about the connection between Superman and Supergirl. Apparently, her, he, he, she is his cousin. Cool. Okay. I thought he was the only person who made it off the planet. I was under that impression. That's my first question mark. Okay, second question mark. Well, I guess not a question mark. But my hope is that they use this 
as a way to further the role of of lead female characters in superhero movies because there's definitely an archetype that they all kind of fall into which is the like sexy badass in a way uh unfortunately the impression i got from the fir- at least the first trailer that i saw uh of supergirl seemed very stereotypical like girl in a like a male dominated office like uh, a romantic comedy. Very much like a romantic comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. she. Casey, like, I'm on your side. Runs in the guy with the glasses, the nerdy guy, and like all the papers fly everywhere. And they like pick him up and their eyes meet and she accidentally like blows his head up with heat vision. <laughs> that kind of thing. That, <laughs> that, that part I missed. What, pardon? <laughs> you know, uh, but then I saw, I, and then I will say that I, I would think I was in either the movie theaters or I saw it on TV watching, uh, watching The Late Show or something like that. And I saw a trailer for Supergirl that was cut completely differently that actually seemed more like Man of Steel than, uh, the, I, I don't know, The Devil Wears Prada. So, or The Devil, <laughs> the devil Wears uh, Cape. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I'll be interested to see how the feel of the actual show turns out. But at this point, I'm not extremely excited for it. But I want it to be good. I'm really, I'm rooting for it. I don't know where John's at. John, where are you at? Uh, I didn't like the first episode. Um, oh, you saw the leak, right? Oh no, yes. I, I haven't watched. The, I haven't watched. Okay, the so so without spoiling too much, just kind of give us your impression of the the pilot. Um, it, I mean, it's geared towards young girls and. It sounds shitty, like I'm part of the problem, but I don't want to see girl stuff. I mean, because I can't relate to female characters. Like, I know my girlfriend will probably really get into this because she was... I don't know if you guys ever caught Eye Zombie, but oh, that, yeah. was, that was, yeah. you know, the the female character was the main character in that. And she really enjoyed that. And that's cool. I don't have a problem with, you know, them making shows like that. But me personally, I didn't like it. It was kind of cheesy. It's about her, you know, and then it's got the guy that likes her and she doesn't know if she likes him and this and that and i can't really relate to stuff like that and there was some stuff with superman that was super annoying and yeah i probably won't keep watching it john i have a question for you Mm -hmm. um so and i understand your points about supergirl and (laughs) me myself being a girl (laughs) i sort (laughs) of still feel a part of the problem because i don't really want to watch the show that being said are you excited about um jessica jones on Netflix this fall, yes, even though not because they're well, selling it differently. Oh well, no, just because I think she's attractive. So, um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Well, let me just jump in here, see if I can salvage this real fast. I know I'm not normally the guy to do this, but let me just save this real fast. Uh, I think that there are ways to do uh, a female lead character that kind of solve. Uh, John, your hesitation about about this show because there are certain things about quote unquote the human experience that transcend gender, like being unsure of your future and having to juggle responsibility with what you want to do, and and I, like, just big question stuff like that. And then you have the superpower aspect that you can put on top of that, uh, which is really what I think makes Superman an interesting character. And I wish that they would play off this more in the movies. Is that he has unlimited power and can do whatever he wants and so the show is about him showing restraint now if they were to put like an aspect like that in the supergirl it would be cool to see that from a female perspective i think uh i hope 
I really hope that they don't go stereotype with it because, like John said, there's a lot of people. Well, there's a lot of men who won't be able to identify with that, unfortunately. So uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like every, you know, like most girl shows. It's about her trying to find her place in this world and find yeah. herself, and you know, trying to make it in the like in the professional world, but then. She's also a superhero, but it's mostly about her as a woman, not so much the super girl stuff. Yeah. So I think I, that's kind of where they lost me. I, I, I've heard it summarized before, and I hope that they don't do this. And this is not my words, not my <laughs> words, by the way. But uh, I, I feel like the, the bad kind of stereotypical female lead role is a movie in which a dick solves all of her problems. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, yeah. and so I, sad. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it just because I like Superman and the Super, Supergirl. Uh, you if know, you like mythos. Superman, you'll be very disappointed. Oh, okay, don't say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, I'm interested to see how it goes. Um, I, my first. When, when they first announced this was coming out, one of the things I gravitated towards was the fact that it was in the contract of, I want to say, the executive producer, I believe, that the Flash and the Arrow would somehow cross over with Supergirl. And that wasn't rumors. That was fact. So I hope that it all comes together. I know there's still a lot of politics and TV that has to be worked out. But if we can get like a Flash, Arrow, and like Supergirl crossover, I think that'd be freaking cool. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, they just did it with Constantine, so it's. Oh man! Yes, yes. And um, I think I think Je- uh, Jeff that. Johns is the one who's gone on record saying that all of these that there is a possibility that everything can be, um, what's the word, intertwined? I guess. Mm-hmm. That just because they're on different networks doesn't necessarily mean that it's out of the question for them to do crossovers. So I think that's pretty cool. I think it sucks, though, that they're separating the the movie universe from the TV universe. Because yeah. that, that kind of plays... That's an issue in Supergirl because we're not going to get... Superman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, they um, allude to some stuff, but that's kind of what's real annoying about it. Oh, uh, so you're kind of like hope you're kind of it's almost like they're it's almost like they're kind of teasing it a little bit but then they can only go so far and then you know that you're never going to see it so that's Oh that's they straight up man they yeah they don't even like beat around the bush they just give you the biggest tease ever and I was just sitting there like are you fucking kidding me man <laughs> just show him that they won't give it to you Yeah I and I would have Oh go ahead uh, I'm sorry I had another issue like just fucking go and help your cousin, your Superman. Why does she have to struggle all her, you know, her young adult life? Just go and fix everything. That was pretty annoying. Yeah, I, I, to me, that was to me that's the biggest obstacle. I feel like for Supergirl, the show, because they've already come out and said that Superman exists in this world. So how do you have a Supergirl show and not have the Man of Steel in it at all? Like, how does he not? How does Superman not? come into the equation somehow um and and now now granted they haven't uh they haven't said that he will or won't they just kind of beat around the bush with with it because just because they've already said that he's he's in the same universe but um i would want to tell you okay yeah don't say anything don't remember all (laughs) speculation the show comes out a month you can tell me everything 
<laughs> post show, post show. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. <laughs> Basically, it's the pilot, right? In the trailer. La 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 la. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the nope, scene, that's, nope, nope, that's the funny nope. thing. <laughs> and we're off the rails. Um, no, but you know what? I, 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 I'm looking forward to it. I kind of want to see what it's about. Um, well, I'll say this. I, I'm, ex- I'm kind of excited for it too because. I had similar feelings about, believe it or not, The Flash before it came out. Well, actually, even after it came out. I saw the first episode, and I thought it was the whole thing was just going to revolve around Barry and Iris. And to be fair, to an extent, it did. But it also had plenty of other stuff that made it a really good show. So I, I'll wait for the second episode of Supergirl. How about that? I'll give it two I think you have to do that with all these shows, though. Probably. Because all of the, watching the trailers for the shows, you're basically summing up the pilot. And so the first episode, you already feel like you've seen it because you watched the trailer to begin with. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. True. Truth, truth. But so, you um, underestimate how much of a jackass I am. So. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> she said no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Um, oh, man. All right. ZapCon, we're coming for you. <laughs> yes, oh, that panel's going to be so much fun. Um, all right, so uh, I wanted to talk real quick. I don't know if anyone's interested in seeing The Grinder with Rob Lowe. Um, now, granted, yes. I love Parks and Recs. Yeah. So I, I am I I am totally like all about like Rob Lowe right now. Like I wish it would just be Chris Traeger in the grinder, but it's not. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be Rob Lowe, but that's okay. But um I'm kinda interested to see it. Like he plays uh a Hollywood guy come home to a small town and he just thinks he can like join his brother's and dad's law firm just because he oh, was an he actor. Plays, yeah. He was he a lawyer on TV, yeah. so he thinks he can just come and do his thing like in real life. And I and I think that with Rob Lowe, I think he's so funny that he's gonna bring like a really good co- really good comedy to that. And I, I'm excited to see it. And um I, I think it's interesting pairing him with Fred Savage. It's gonna be an interesting chemistry to watch. Uh Matt, do you any interest in seeing this? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to look up the premise of the show, but after you guys, after you totally break it down, Pete, I'm absolutely on board for this show. <laughs> um, I was just gonna ask: Do you think um, he's? Do you think Ravel is gonna do one like lit- literal or literally like a bit? <laughs> just one, just to get it out of the way. I hope oh, I hope just, so. He'll do I just one. So. Yeah, so everyone can laugh, and then he'll never do it again. Like that'd be kind of funny if he did that. <laughs> oh yes, please, please. I hope he does. Yeah, Ben, uh, ben Savage. He's he's a cool guy. So uh, why Fred. Not? Fred. Fred Savage. Sorry, <laughs> Fred Savage. Ah, so many Should've savages. Should have made you save that for the redaction. Oh, <laughs> I I'll probably say it anyway. So I have something to do. Are you, uh, Sarah? Are you a fan of Parks and Rec? Yes. Okay. Are, are you excited about the grinder? Yeah, the only reason why I would watch it is because of Rob Lowe. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but I think that most people are going to be watching because of him. But it, it makes sense. He's the main character. But if this was anyone else, I'm pretty sure the show would maybe last an episode and then be done. But, um, but yeah. It can still do that. It could still do that. I hope it doesn't because Rob Lowe is really funny. Um, and also, uh, if you see, if you ever watch Silicon Valley like we do, we love that show. Um What's his name? Uh, from oh, what am I forgetting his name for? Uh, I can't help you here. I'm sorry. <laughs> dang it! Who saw the trailer for the grinder? Oh, I did. Uh, What's uh, the Indian guy in, in Silicon Valley? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> whoa! I, I couldn't uh, think of anything else. The what? What? What else am I supposed to say? 
Um, Dine- you guys know who I'm talking his about. His name is Dinesh. Dinesh, thank you, Dinesh. <laughs> That's his character's he's name. Tell Dinesh in, in Silicon Valley, yes. Um, no, he's he, he looks like he's in the pilot episode of The Grinder. Uh, playing a, a an attorney, so I think that's going to be kind of funny. There was like a little exchange in the trailer between him and Roblo, which I thought was pretty hilarious. So I'll let you guys watch that in the trailer. Um, and uh, I wanted to end on: Is anyone interested in seeing? Actually, no. There was one other show, but uh, Grandfathered with John Stamos. anybody yeah. uh, anybody want to anybody oh, want to Stamos? I forgot about Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one with uh, Josh Peck is in it too, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I like I um I'm a big fan of Drake and Josh that old uh, Teen Nick kind of show, um, but also um, uh, Patrick Brewster's in it are from Community and other fun things so I'm definitely gonna watch that show it looks pretty funny at least yeah. premise wise looks pretty funny I didn't watch the trailer though if you watch the trailer at the very end there's a cameo of Bob Saget so uh, <laughs> they're bringing it all to they're bringing it all all around the, the circle is complete. Um, but uh, yeah, um, Casey, are you interested in seeing the uh, grandfather at all? Uh, it sounds you... it sounds interesting. Uh, it also sounds laugh track ish. I don't know. I I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm uh, not I'm not really like a sitcom, daytime comedy kind of guy. But I mean, we'll we'll see. I've been surprised before, and I've definitely been wrong before plenty of times. So, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it looks good. I watched Drake and Josh. <laughs> uh, Sarah. <laughs> Nope. Nope. That's a no for you. Thumbs down. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. Unless it has a, turns out to be good and everybody tells me to watch it, I'm not going to watch it on my own. Let the record show that Sarah was more negative than Casey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that uh, really shocking news? <laughs> really? To, to me, yes. <laughs> but guys, it's Stamos. He's going to be eating yogurt like every scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Sarah, I thought you, Sarah, I thought you liked Greeks. Well played. Well played. Oh, wow. Awful play. Awful play. <laughs> Foul on the play. Uh, Flag on the play. Don't Football. <laughs> Football. Oh boy. Um, John. Yeah. What did you do? You, are you interested in seeing grandfather? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. It looks like it's going to be pretty funny, but I don't know. I like. I think they're going to be that, and the grinder are going to be funny. But I can't see either of them getting renewed after the first season. Yeah, I think. I think that Fox doesn't have very good luck. Uh, yeah, when I saw it was like Wait. on Fox, especially the grinder, I was like, "That sucks. That's that's not the network to be on because well, they cancel yeah. everything." Get renewed. I mean, hey, Sarah, what do you what? have to say? What do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, well, if Gotham gets renewed, I think maybe there's hope for these That show needs to die. Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm like the only one watching that. Man, um, where were you guys when all we talked about were like, Gotham? That's it. It's it done. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. So I did want to end on um, Flesh and Bone. Uh, I did get a chance to watch the trailer for, trailer <laughs> for this. It's a star show. It's... Um, it's very interesting. It's like Sarah said in her article. Uh, she wrote about that in the post on Up on Seen a Nerd. Um, it's it's kind of got a uh, Black Swan feel to it. Uh, John, did you get a chance to watch a trailer for it? Yeah. What'd you think interested. of it? Not interested in it? Um, yeah, Star sucks. They don't put out any good, good TV. And 
uh, I tried watching something else on another movie channel and it sucked also. Oh, Banshee, that sucked. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember your time. Yeah, but now yeah, it wasn't good after all. Yeah, yeah that was, yeah. <laughs> I remember when they were promoting that heavily at Comic-Con a good few years ago, but uh, it, it, didn't, it didn't do much. Um, Yo, John, at- John, I like you, man. I, you're a guy who does not mix words. <laughs> if you don't like something, you're just like, nah, that sucks. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, uh, Matt, Matt, yeah. C, C, Papa Pete, what's up? <laughs> oh, flesh and bone. Um, I just looked up the premise of it, and it does not look interesting, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, these. I, I mean, like, I'm trying to think of a star show that, are like, um, um, uh, what's that pirate one? A uh, Black Sails? That's a star show, right? Yeah, that's a star show. Yeah, I like, I like that, but I think I like more of like the set design rather than the actual character. So. Um, no, set in the world of professional ballet, I'm just a little not interested. But like I said, if it makes a splash, I'll watch an episode, but I'm, I'm probably not going to catch it when it premieres. Yeah, they got a, they got a ways to go to catch up to HBO, that's for sure. Um, all right, so I think that is going to do it for Fall TV. I know we missed some shows. We, I, I definitely knew we weren't going to get to everything. Um, if Okay, let me just ask you guys all of this. Is there one show I didn't bring up that you guys are interested in, or did I pretty much cover everything? Into the ba- Badlands. About- oh, okay. Yeah, you you seem to you seem to write hi- pretty highly about that, Sarah. Yeah, I I didn't expect it, and I didn't even know anything about it until I watched the trailer. And um, I I think it's interesting because I haven't seen anything like that before. In comparison to a lot of the other new shows, you feel like you've seen them before in one version or another. Um, so this one stuck out, especially The Widow, with that awesome fight sequence. That was just really cool. Uh, John, anything we missed that you might have, uh, you might be interested in? Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the animated series. Oh, comes yeah. Out in the fall. Oh. Um, I forgot about but, that one. Yeah. Uh, next week, are you guys covering old shows that are coming yeah, back? Or yeah, next oh, okay. week. Never next mind week that. Be all returning shows. All returning shows. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, John, you want to be John, on? I think that's pretty- John. You want to be on the show next week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, next week you guys are gonna do Arrow and Flash. Arrow, Flash, uh, mm-hmm. Shield, Gotham. All those shows coming back. We'll, we'll, that we'll sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah, for sure. Pete, I hope you didn't have a different guest plan. <laughs> there are a couple pending, but but you know what? It went. It it's not. It's. I was gonna ask John anyway. So thank you for doing that for me. <laughs> well, there's only one way to settle that. Find a guest next week. Just put them all in the Thunderdome, you know, and just fight it out. Brandon Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lauren's already said she's gonna be on next week, so I, I not you know, uh, we'll have to see how that one goes. Um, but yeah, we said well, so already we'll have John and Lauren on next week to cover all the uh, the old shows, so that'll be fun. Um, Matt, any anything we anything we missed? Or are you good? Um, uh, no, I um I haven't had really a chance to look at a lot of the lineups. Um, a show that kind of wrapped up over the summer that I just want to mention real quick. So my classic pick was Killjoys. I think everyone should take a chance to watch that while they're waiting for their shows to come out soon. Killjoys is like a sci-fi show. It's really fun. Um, few episodes, so uh, check it out on sci-fi.com. I, I really, really like it. Um, Lily, if you're listening, <laughs> I know you're a fan too, so uh, I wanted to shout it out for both of us. 
<laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, no, no new shows that that I was I, I looked up. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Casey, uh, I don't know. I I, mean, I think we covered most of the stuff I had on my plate. But what I'm super excited for is the comedy that has yet to come out of the NFL this season. For example, today, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but uh, one guy by the name of Alden Smith uh, signed from uh, the 49ers to the Let's Oakland go. Raiders and within a fucking hour had been charged with three misdemeanors. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So the, uh, I mean, not to talk about sports on the show, God forbid, but uh, that was that was hilarious. <laughs> I that couldn't was, believe that happened. That I was, was laughing on the way home. Awesome! <laughs> that was awesome. Anyway, the best. Yeah. So it's gonna uh, be great next to Khalil Mack. All you f- whatever guys. Yeah. It's, it's done. Silver and black. We're going eighty and eight this year. All right. Okay. All right. Oh my god! This guy That's over here. Cool. Trying to pretend like I'm not a Bills fan over here. You're just offending. Oh, my. Oh, you guys should be pretty solid this year, too, though, actually. Yo, man, I got a Terrell Owens uh, Bills jersey. You don't have to talk to me about being legit. I know for a fact that we are legit. Thank you. He went all oh. in. Let's go. Oh, boy. Well, if you're still listening to the show. Anyway, anyway. Casey was talking about the comedy stylings of the NFL, which yep. there will be many. Um, Can't wait for that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that is going to do it for our fall TV talk uh, for now. We're, we're pretty excited. There's a lot of good stuff coming out, um, a lot of not-so-good stuff coming out, and a lot of things we're already predicting will not be around after the first season. Um, so it's going to be interesting to watch. You know, there's so many new shows that come in. There's so much turnover, so much turnover when it comes to new TV shows. And uh, it's, basically, it's basically Hunger Games when they all come out and we get to see who comes out alive. Um, so that is going to do it for this week. Like I said, next week, Lauren Galloway, uh, you've heard her here before. Uh, she's on uh, the Flash podcast, uh, Assembly of Geeks. She will be back with us uh, to talk about returning shows next week, as well as John. John will be with us, with us again as well. Um, and uh, let's see here. So we're going to get to our classic movie TV picks. Yes. Uh, for this week. And um, let's kick things off Kick things off with Sarah. What do you got for us this week? Um. Before Sunset, it's an old Richard Linklater. Linklater? Yeah, Linklater. whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the man behind um, Boyhood that was released last year. Um, it's um, the second movie in a trilogy, but it's the movie that I watched first, and I understood whatever what was going on, so I think all you all can understand, too. But what really um, interests me about this movie is it's really short, and it basically takes place within the span of one conversation between a man and a woman. And it's a really, just really interesting with all the dialogue, and um, because that's basically the entire film. But that's what I recommend before cool. sunset. Very, very cool. Um, all right, John, what do you got for us this week? Um, nothing classic. I just... I recently wrapped up the second season of Hannibal, and it's pretty fucking amazing. Um, oh, good. Yeah, that that like that season finale for season two, they just did some stuff that I never expected, and that kind of blew my mind. And then I tried to watch the third season on Amazon, and they want me to buy it. But yeah. If you have a chance, check out the first two seasons, or even the third, if you can find it somewhere else. And also, I have another one, Watchmen, the movie. I think it came out in 2009. Yeah. Very nice. Because uh, that's pretty much like what I think the potential of what the DC 
cinematic universe can is probably going to be like. I know everyone shits on Man of Steel, but everyone forgets that Zack Snyder did Watchmen also, and that movie was super, super good. I love Watchmen. So, yeah. Yeah, All right. my Hannibal and Watchmen. All right, thanks, John. Um, Matt? Um, not too classic, but uh, 2009's uh, Moon, starring Sam Rockwell. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, ever watched this movie, but the uh, premise is uh, this guy works on the moon. Uh, we colonize the moon because there's like some type of uh, mineral that's really important that replaces gas. So he's uh, by himself on a th- like a three-year voyage there, and um, his, o- his only companion is an AI voiced by Kevin Spacey. So uh, if you need some extra Frank Underwood in your life, you can watch the uh, moon. <laughs> um, really cool movie, uh, super trippy. Um, I'm not going to obviously spoils some things so uh definitely watch it it's a really cool uh sci-fi thriller twist so check it out it's called moon awesome thank you matt uh casey so i, I watched a documentary on uh netflix the other night uh so not not a classic movie pick i mean i guess our classic movie picks tend to not be classic or movies sometimes uh, but it's a documentary called i dream of wires it's about uh the invention of the synthesizer uh and uh, how it started off started off as like kind of a science experiment uh, by by Dr. Moog Moog yeah Moog uh, whose first name escapes me for a moment and I'm gonna hate myself later for forgetting it uh, but anyway how it how it gets tweaked and how there's two mindsets of like East Coast versus West Coast thinking of synthesizers and how it wasn't really a big thing in in the old days and now we live in an age of synthesizers a lot of presets and things like that and. And where the ethics of synthesized music comes in, it's really it's a it's a fascinating uh, documentary that has a lot to say about about kind of creating things in general, and uh, how how one idea can kind of spread and and take over an entire industry, uh, and in a way save the synthesizer in a way save the music industry. Anyway, it gets into that in the documentary. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reiterate the entire plot for you. So it's on Netflix. I Dream of Wires. Go watch it. It's cool. Awesome. Thank you, Casey. Um, I'm going to do a better job of explaining my pick this week. I was like listening to myself last week and I was like, yeah, I, that, I did a really <laughs> shitty job of explaining the net. Um, by the way, you should still see the net anyway. It's really good. Um, uh, I, I'm recommending Twister. Uh, I, I, it's actually been on TV. <laughs> Wait, really? What? Why? why, why <laughs> I thought I'm picking the joke ones. I went serious this week. <laughs> Pete, you're getting so much shade through at you right now. <laughs> I am totally getting tons of shade thrown at me. You know what? I like Twister. It's it's a uh, kind of a, just a, a fun movie uh, about these a group of tornadoes. T- well, about tornadoes, yes. But these uh, group of storm chasers who badly want to put this uh, gadget inside of a twister so they could get better readings. But along the way, they get torn up and their cars get destroyed. And uh, and hey, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it, so can't hate on that. He was. Way before he is, before he made his mark. But uh, yeah, he was—he's—he's he's pretty awesome, and he makes his mark in that movie. And it's got Bill Pullman in it, uh, Helen Hunt. Uh, uh, God, I can't Harry remember. Harry Elwes is in it, and he's Harry like a dick, right? Robin Robin Hood Men in Tights is in it, and he's a total douchebag in the movie. It's it's pretty funny. It's also from Princess Bride. Yes, Princess most people would probably know him from that. <laughs> hey, come hey, on. The select few that only know him, though, from Robin Hood Men in Tights, I commend you for a lot. Of- <laughs> I agree. Good movie. Such a good movie. 
But um, yeah, that's my that's my pick, uh, Twister. I, I it's actually you can kick back, sit down, watch it, and it's you know you. I don't think you'll get bored. It's it's kind of a fun kind of a fun movie. So that is my pick. They're going to continue to laugh at me. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wrap things up here real quickly. I wanted to shout out Epic Comic Cast at Epic Comic Cast. Um, they started, you know, this is a little sports talk here, they started the Fantasy Football League with a lot of the podcasters and the geek industry, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, I don't have the list in front of me, but uh, what do you remember some of the guys? John's in the league, too. Do you remember a lot of the guys that are in this league that are uh, podcasters, John? Um, Alil from the League of Geeks, that hashtag show, Point of Geeks, uh, you... And that's all I can remember. I can't remember, <laughs> but uh, he, he's putting like a cool thing together. I'm representing Cena Nerd, um, so it's it's going to be a lot of fun. And the winner at the end is going to get. Uh, I think he's talked about possibly uh, people pro- promoting the the podcast. I know he's mentioned something about that. Um, and uh, the winner gets a championship belt. Uh, so uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you are playing against me in the in Epic Comic Cast Fantasy League, I'm coming for that belt. So. Um, <laughs> That is gonna. That is. That's how I'm gonna end the show. That's how I'm gonna do it this week. Um, all right. So we're gonna end like we always do. John, let everyone know where they can find you. Um, so I'm most active on Instagram, and within the last two or three weeks, it got deleted while I was out of town. So unfortunately, I had to create a new one. So you can oh, find it. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, you can find it at Friday. Dot. Night. Dot. Fandom. And uh, or you can just search the hashtag Friday Night Phantom and we'll pop up. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, all that stuff. And awesome. you can download the yeah you can download the show on iTunes also. Awesome, and uh, you'll be back here next week, so that'll be fun talking about uh, all the shows that we love talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Sarah, let everyone know where they can find you. I'm on Twitter and Tumblr at sj belmont. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so used to people. She expected a long. She expected a longer. I, I'm so used to everyone saying that, but no, but uh, yeah, find her there. Uh, she'll be coming out with more content. Hey, if you have a show that you want her to check out, she'll watch it and give you her opinion on it. She's pumping con- content out uh, by the by the tons. If she I just have did, no uh, life, so please. <laughs> she just did a six episode recap of the Netflix show Narcos, which I actually want to go check oh, out. Man, I need to watch that show. I yeah. know. I'm after- gonna. After reading her recaps, I really want to go watch Narcos now. So, I'm gonna uh, finish that this weekend for sure. Awesome. So yeah, be, be on the lookout for that. that. Yep. Um, all right, Matt. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, Snapchat, I guess at I'm Salzy. I M S A L Z Y. Hello, and you can find me uh, on Instagram at Facey Cranko, on Snapchat at L Shades of Franco, and on Twitter at Via Blast. Boom. Fast enough for you? Probably not. Drop the mic, Casey. Drop Blast the mic. Processing. I don't want to. I paid a lot for this thing. <laughs> Genesis does when Nintendo don't. <laughs> Full circle. Super oh, Nintendo cartridge. No, you guys got that? <laughs> you guys got that? Yes. yes. Maybe, it'll, you maybe it'll work this time. Maybe it'll work this time. <laughs> this is when you close the show. Because we're being you can, idiots. You can find me at Pacing Pete on Twitter. You can find us at Cena Nerd Facebook. Uh, iTunes, uh, Gmail, scene letter and nerd at gmail.com. Scene and nerd 
Uh, you can find us at justseenanerd.com to find all our podcasts and Sarah's awesome articles. Uh, that is going to do it till next time. Like I said, next week we're going to be doing all the old shows that are returning for the fall. Uh, Lauren will be joining. Uh, Lauren Galloway will be joining us next week as well as John and maybe other guests. We will see. I'll let you know with some possible big news coming our way. We will let you be. We will let you guys in on that uh, once the uh, all the teaser crossed and eyes are dotted however the hell you say that um all right so that is gonna do it for our show uh till next time you have a dvr use it kumail nanjiani that is his name Holy oh, shit. oh my God. i was gonna use that for freaking redactions you idiot <laughs> <laughs> no i ruined redactions my favorite segment oh, my God. segment that doesn't exist sarah what's your catchphrase what Perfect. <laughs> oh, why has Matt not? <laughs> guys, I love you. <laughs> I really love you guys. See, okay, Sarah, sorry. So, like, ha- have you thought about, like, uh, what you say during the closing? Because Pete yeah. says it. Said, Do you just say what? Is that your thing? No. Last oh. <laughs> Last week I said too much pressure, and I was—I don't know—I got lost. Whatever. That's all good. I get lost constantly. In real life, not even on the show. I'm surprised Matt didn't say "bye bye bye" like he always does. <laughs>